Good evening, investors. I hope you had a great week and welcome back to Econ Recaps. If you're new to the channel, we make daily no-fluff recaps keeping you up to date on the market. If that sounds way easier than reading countless articles, hit the subscribe below so you don't miss out. And now, let's get into the recap. The S&P 500 closed today up 1.85% to a price of $4,136.25. The best sector was energy, up 2.71%, with all 23 constituents closing the day higher. Regional banks rebounded heavily today. Western Alliance went up 50% on the day, but is still down 30% on the week. Comerica is up 16% on the day, but is still down 16% on the week. And lastly, Zion's Bank is up 21% on the day to close the week down 15%. The great day in the markets is largely due to recession woes subsiding on the back of much stronger than expected jobs numbers. Stay tuned to hear more about that later in the video. Looking to other economic news, Bernie Sanders has proposed a bill for a federally mandated $17 an hour minimum wage across the U.S., that would create a baseline annual salary of roughly $35,000. In a long-shot bid, activist investors in Berkshire Hathaway are looking to have Warren Buffett removed from the board due to his relationship with Bill Gates. We can't stress enough how unlikely this is to succeed. U.S. authorities are probing Goldman Sachs to uncover their role in the Silicon Valley bank collapse. The SEC has issued its largest ever award of nearly $279 million to a whistleblower who will thankfully remain anonymous due to the Dodd-Frank Act. It should be noted that when monetary sanctions are over $1 million, the whistleblower will typically receive anywhere from 10-30% to 30 of the funds collected. Moving to the top 5 events of the week, on Monday, J.P. Morgan purchased First Republic Bank for around $10.6 billion, acquiring a substantial amount of the bank's assets and all of their deposits. Since FRC went into government receivership on Friday, J.P. Morgan will be paying the FDIC instead of First Republic shareholders. Also on Monday, IBM announced it would be laying off 7,500 employees and replacing them with AI. Now that may seem like a lot, but it should be noted they have around 280,000 workers left. In a surprising turn of events, on Tuesday, Representatives AOC and Matt Gates teamed up to push a bipartisan bill to ban members of Congress from owning or trading stocks. The bill had a strong similarity to the Pelosi Act, which was proposed earlier this year. PacWest dropped 60% in after-hours as the company made public that they are planning on putting themselves up for sale and are currently looking for buyers. They have already had a steep decline in price since SVB first collapsed and are on a major discount for other banks to purchase up. Shopify was up 24% after announcing it would cut staff by 20% and sell its logistics business to Freeport. Many investors see this as Shopify returning to its core business after the pandemic encouraged the company to build out its order fulfillment network. On other news, the unemployment rate came in much better than expected, decreasing one-tenth of a percent to 3.4%. This is the lowest unemployment rate in 54 years. Non-farm payrolls also surprised to the upside, showing the domestic economy added 253,000 jobs in April. It is 73,000 more than forecasted. Now, going into earnings for the day, AMC traded basically flat as the company beat loss per share estimates of 18 cents, reporting a 15 cent loss per share. 
revenues came in at $954.4 million. Cigna jumped 7% to a price of $260.74 after reporting $1.27 billion of net income, generating an earnings per share of $4.24. Thank you for listening to Econ Recaps and tune in Sunday, where we will go over the weekend news and tell you what to look forward to for next week. A quick reminder, if you enjoy our content, feel free to check out some of our latest videos to stay up to date, and I hope you have a great weekend. Cheers.